Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast, the best local podcast in Windsor, Essex County, Detroit and wherever. The place for news, entertainment and music. Here's your host, Jacob. Alright, welcome to the show. I am Jacob and this is another episode in the music series. Now before we get to our artist of the day, make sure you're following on all socials. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening, especially on Instagram, so doing fantastic things there. If you haven't kept up with the newsletter, it's a good opportunity. A uh, new one was just released this weekend, so make sure you're subscribing to that for some behind the scenes info, some music and podcast tips uh, for artists and podcasters that, um, I just sometimes just throw out randomly and other things happening around the music industry and podcasting industry that from my point of view. So that new one just came out, expect another one, at least one, once a month. So good thing is to go and just subscribe. Link is in the link tree and bio. Now, speaking of the link tree, uh, that's where all the links are for the show. Make sure you're listening to the Spotify playlist. Uh, called the Top Indie Playlist by the Sunday Night Army Podcast, and that's where all the artists that are that have been on the show get all their tracks from the show right on there, and uh, you don't even have to listen to me talking, you just listen to their music, so that's the, the most fun part there, and if you want to support the show and support what I am doing, make sure you grab some merch from the merch store, there's uh, another new design that's just popped up. And it supports this show doing what it does. Best way to help me grow. Uh, speaking of helping me grow, um, there's going to be episodes on on the YouTube channel that are obviously extra. I know everybody's heard about the YouTube channel and all the extra episodes that do not show up here on the streaming uh, platforms. It's separate uh, because uh, you know I just want to do something different on uh, YouTube and Rumble. And uh, I'll be talking about uh, the Canadian Podcasting Awards, which I think I'm I'll, I'll be nominated for, but it's it's a really weird type of award system where you have to be part of the club to vote. So it's not even you're not voting because you're listening. You're voting because you're a podcaster. It's super weird. But we'll talk about that on another episode. Um, but that's what's coming up. A uh, quick little preview of a lot of things uh, going on with the show. A bunch of music episodes for the rest of the year, and I'll try to squeeze in extra episodes on the YouTube channel as that is doing fantastic. So make sure you're subscribing, uh, keep up with random things like that. And, uh, TikTok's there too. Don't forget that. So let's get to today's episode. So right now on the music series, I am joined by a fantastic artist all the way from Tampa, Florida. I'm, I'm excited to go back there musically with Olia V. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. And I'm hoping my voice keeps up so we can have no issues with this interview as we are halfway through, tw- past halfway through 2023. So I'm excited to have you join the show and talk some music. So let's do that. Sounds like a plan to me, Jakob. I like plans. I really like plans. So let's let's start us off because uh, as, as I see a lot of artists on, I think you and I connected through Instagram, um, I love independent music and I'm all about it. And uh, we're going to talk about your latest track called Justice very shortly. But I want to get to know you a little bit more. And the audience, of course, knows the drill. So let's get to the very beginning stages. How did you become an an artist and how did you start? Yeah, of course. So I have been 
into music since I was little. I was actually adopted from Moscow, Russia when I was a baby, and then I grew up in the United States. And I say that because I was always told that even in my crib, I was singing. That was like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know if it was a coping mechanism or what, but either way, it really uh, never stopped. Um, I auditioned for American Idol when I was 15. Uh, again, when I was 17, like I've been doing the shows a lot of times for practice. Mm -hmm. And I just always knew since I was young that I was meant to do music and meant to make a difference. It's not just I thought I was meant to sing and that was kind of it. It was I meant to make a difference in the world with music. So it was kind of a mixture of things and not just one. Oh, that's cool. Now, um, music influences. I always like um, digging into artists and trying to find out what you listened to growing up and what do you listen to now? Oh yeah, that's a good question. I love that. So when I was younger, um, and I have some allergies today too, so we're both, <laughs> we're both in that same boat. All right. um, I grew up listening to Kelly Clarkson a lot. Um, I tended to go towards kind of more emotional music. So kind of darker tone music. Mm -hmm. um, not that I didn't like pop. I still listen to like, what are some like the, the top 100. I did listen to the top 100 a lot. I also did that though, not just because I liked it, but because I wanted to study what did well in the music industry. Because mm -hmm. uh, if you want to make money in the music industry, you do kind of have to pay attention, right? Yep. <laughs> um, I also listened to Evanescence. I absolutely love the cinematic plus um, like rock kind of feel. I always thought it was so cool. Mm -hmm. And I would say now... It's kind of similar, but I've, I think I've expanded my music taste a lot where I still listen to some of the same people. Um, but, you know, I have some country. I have a, a lot of R&B. I love hip hop. Oh, that's actually one that I didn't listen to. Uh, because of circumstances growing up, I didn't listen to as much rap and hip hop as I do now. Mm. Um, um, or like international music, like uh, Russian EDM or oh, yes. you know, Spanish music, stuff like that, that mm -hmm. if I played it in my home growing up, that wouldn't have been <laughs> very smart. <laughs> no, that's, and I, I like that you mentioned that because there's so much music out there and there's so much music that we don't hear, kind of the reason why this show is around. And there's so much music that is even on the radio in places around the world that we will never hear unless, unless you kind of go looking for it. Um, but elaborate on your own personal style. Like what have you adopted to kind of into your own sound? Yeah. So that's a, another question that I've actually been asked a lot in the most recent times. And mm -hmm. it's funny when I first got asked, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I, I have a better way of explaining. I feel so something that's interesting to me is people always tell me that my sound is different. And um, I don't know if I'm pretty sure you get this when you work on something so often and you have a style, you don't think it sounds unique at all. You're just like, that's, mm -hmm. that's not unique. And everyone <laughs> says it is. Um, but when I really thought about it, I was like, well, what makes this unique? And I think it's because I tend to take a cinematic approach. So I actually grew up in orchestra. I did full orchestra for a long time, starting in elementary school. Um, and so I have a very in-depth knowledge classically of, you know, violins, viola, cello, bass, all of those things. And sometimes I add in other instruments too, but generally I stick with the orchestra. But I also add an EDM element, which is kind of different that I haven't really seen before um, now that I think of it. And 
it just comes from me having fun. I mean, I, I sat yesterday trying to get my next release set up just to have it, you know, prepared. And I'm literally just messing around with a bunch of instruments. And if I like the instrument, I put it on there. I tend to really enjoy a little bit of that EDM feel, but not a whole lot. I add maybe one or two instruments and the rest is cinema and cinematic sounds with like cinematic drums and things like that. I just, ah, oh, I, I just love it. I love it so much. And it kind of comes through. I think we were talking about it before we started recording the show that uh, the single I want to talk about right now, it, 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 some of that comes through. And like I, I think I mentioned the instrumental uh, that is uh, re- really, really interesting on this uh, track. That's kind of some of the elements that come through. So let's talk about Justice, your latest single that we're going to play shortly. Yeah, no, of course. Um, thank you for noticing that as well. Uh, Justice has a really interesting what do you want to call it, uh, like birth and story so far. Mm-hmm. So when I, I have come a long way producing my own music. And the first album I ever produced was my pro, uh, album called Permission, which I'm actually going to reproduce now because I have way more knowledge and it'll just be a lot better. Um, I also have access to better sounding instruments. But um, I went from you know, not having anything that was really, you know, radio worthy. And I told you before we started that this is why I didn't market myself growing up. Mm -hmm. This was back in 2016. And I was like, this is terrible. I don't like this, but I'm going to put it out (laughs) because people tell me I should. (laughs) Typical artist, like I said. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, but now when I put Justice out the first time, I had Mm -hmm. grown a lot. I had developed a lot. The only thing was it still didn't sound how I wanted it to. So I actually went back and said, you know what? I'm really going to watch a bunch of YouTube videos. I put a bunch of weeks. I put weeks into watching different videos from people. I you know, bought some new plugins. I bought Waves plugins, which are a game changer for any of you producers out there. Um, Arcade is also really great. I have Arcade for realistic instrument sounds, another game changer for my music. And the second version is the one that you're listening to. And I am just so immensely proud of it. Um, But that's the song itself, like the production that I'm really proud of. The song itself, uh, the story of that song is Mm -hmm. that it's in two parts. So the music, just kind of how the music came about was I was trying new instruments out. Like I said, I usually do. Um, There's always updates, right? So you see the updates. What instruments did they add? Mm -hmm. I was doing that. And I came across one called a super saw bass. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let's check that out. And so I'm playing my MIDI piano and I'm like, this would be something you would hear at a club. Like think of, (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I was, I was kind of laughing at that because in my mind, it's not that hard to write. If you just want to write a simple like hit song, I don't find it too difficult myself, but I also try to challenge myself, which is why I kind of go to the alternative side of things a little more. Not that it's, I'm not saying that because it's easy for everyone, but just I I feel like for me, music has been the thing that I'm good at, I guess, mm-hmm. for the most part, but I still have to work at it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like whenever I say that I'm good at something. I feel weird when I say that. But anyway, um, so I was playing with it and I just kind of made a little beat. I was like, da, 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 da. and I thought it was kind of cool. And I was like, wait a second, this is actually kind of, kind of slaps a little bit um mm-hmm. it's <laughs> so I, yeah 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 because I, I was doing it just to be silly and it ended up becoming a song and the lyrics came um actually out of anger um i was writing at the time i was feeling frustrated because as a survivor myself which i don't go too deep into my story right now um i identify with a lot of people who've gone through you know 
child abuse or um, being adoptees who were abused um, or, you know, assault, anything like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from people of power essentially is kind of where my community comes in and I try to support people. Um, and I was thinking about how so many of these perpetrators don't go to jail. They don't get caught because if you don't have proof of it, even if they did something, they won't. And that instead of um, I didn't feel like I could do anything about it. So what I did instead was write a song. And that is actually justice. And I think there's no better build up than that. So let's hear it right now. Let's play it on the show. So awesome. here is Olia V with justice right here on the Sunday Night Army. Show us deep 
There you go. That was Justice. Olya V is still here on the show. Now, you mentioned producing. And this is kind of, and I read about this because I do my research for, you know, for those doubters out there. I do my research. <laughs> um, it's nice to see the new stages of indie music uh, that artists are doing their own producing, the, their own kind of finding out about the music industry and what they need to do. How do you find that aspect of the music industry uh, for yourself uh, right now? How beneficial do you think that is for you? You mean, how do I find out what I need to do? Like, to... like producing uh, your own music and doing the back work for your own stuff. I mean, the most honest answer I can come up with, well, that's true there, is it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. I spent hours and weeks and um, so much time just literally, um, you know, you can ask my friend, you know, he saw me just sitting on the computer and just playing with it for hours. And I would take sometimes a whole day of eight hours of just messing around with the Waves plugins, trying mm -hmm. to learn how to do it, watching the professionals do it. And even then, I'm not perfect right now. There's some things I still would change about justice, but I know that I'm at a point where I can accept it being out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's, and as artists, as me kind of being one wannabe artist myself and all the artists I know, it's always uh, you're your own worst critic, right? Like it's yeah. it's never going to be perfect because it's always going to you know, come up with something in your head. But um, I know producing and it, it is a lot of work. It's it's an art and it requires a lot of work. Uh, so let's get to the other point that I want to get to, because you have other music endeavors and other things that you do outside of your own music. Can you talk about what's, uh, what other things you're up to? Yeah. So I have a couple of different things. And I think the thing about me is, um, this might make some people feel better if you're similar. I feel like I like a lot of things. I'm not somebody who picks, you know, the typical path you're taught is pick mm -hmm. one thing and be really good at it. I suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty much, you know, historically, I just always wanted to try new things. I wanted to learn more. I have a thirst for knowledge, you know, um, but I will say more recently, and I'm 28 now in the last year, I've solidified what I really kind of want to do and everything that I want to do kind of now revolves around these things. Right. So, mm -hmm. Um, I do have a company called Neuropolitan, and I do website building, you know, videography, jingle writing, things like that. And mm -hmm. that was my first company that I made back in 20, I want to say 2018, 2017-ish. Um, or was it later? Well, either way, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So um, that's been around for a sec. But I'm also a psychic medium, and that has been something that, you know, not everyone believes. It's totally fine, but I've done it since I was a kid, and I've helped a lot of people with it. The goal would be to um, kind of mix music and that together. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but I think that would be really cool and could provide some value to people for sure. That's fantastic. It's nice to branch out and do a lot of different things, as most artists do anyway, which is great. Um that's fantastic. Now, look, goals for the rest of the year, like I mentioned, um, we're on the back half of 2023. What are some of your plans, some of the things coming up? Yeah, of course. So I have quite a bit planned. Uh, the first, well, I had a couple events happen already, but I am booked to play a few events, um, two of which are the INEX. So I-N-E-X. It is, it's not a festival. It's an event. They say it's... Um, 
what is the word exclusive event mm -hmm. you can go on my bio and you can go and uh, get tickets for that at olia v music on instagram that is going to be september 21st and then the next one that i'm really excited about is october 7th i believe and it's called hope fest hope fest is extremely cool because it's for mental health it's for um there there's proceeds that are going to go to mental health um Oh my gosh, I'm losing my words this morning, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes. And I, I thought that was really awesome. It made it uh, more than worth doing the festival. And so I'm really, really proud of that. I do have another festival that I am doing, um, but I can't name that one yet. <laughs> wink, wink. You might want to mm -hmm. go follow me on my social media because <laughs> it's going to be the biggest one of the year that I'm in for me. And yeah, when it comes out, I'll be able to talk more about that. Um, on the release side, I do want to try to release one more song before the year ends, but I am really trying to push Justice more because mm -hmm. Justice is not just a song to me, it's a campaign. Mm -hmm. um, it is a campaign to draw awareness, to empower survivors, to remind us that we, you know, we have a strength within us that um, it, it's okay to feel all these feelings, right? And that it doesn't make us weaker if we do kind of thing. Uh, but the next song that I have coming out is uh, going to be a song about being an international adoptee and kind mm -hmm. of how it feels to not know your birth family and to those, those emotions. Because when I look for songs about that, when I was feeling that way more so before, I couldn't find any songs that um, were about it. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. interesting. So yeah. I'm sure they're out there. I decided to write one and I hope that it can, when it does come out, really, I don't know, give other adoptees and other people in my situation or similar situation some peace there. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other topic. I might have to have you on when that song comes out and just literally discuss that because we could have a giant show just on that topic. I'd love to. Yeah, it's Definitely. a big it's a big topic for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned your socials, so let's throw those out there for everybody that wants to follow you um, on all your socials. Yeah, so I try to keep my socials as easy as possible. You can find me at O-L-Y-A-V music. So spell music the same way, M-U-S-I-C. And that's on Facebook. That is on Instagram. I believe SoundCloud I'm on as well. Uh, TikTok as well. So I try to keep everything pretty cohesive. Um, threads, I'm also on threads. <laughs> um, so there's that. Fantastic. I'll make it nice and simple. You guys can mm -hmm. follow Olaya with this episode tagged on all socials with this show uh, right there in the description. Nice and easy. Like, follow, subscribe. All the great things that we do. Justice, of course, will be on the playlist. Nice and easy. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, give it some plays. Now, before we go, one last question is that I have to ask because you mentioned it. Uh, American Idol. Mm -hmm. I know that was early in your early stages of music career when you were younger. How was that process both times that you went in, um, for that show? So um, the one time I went in person, because I only went in person once, mm -hmm. um, I did I make it when I was in person? There was one time I made it, but my parents at the time didn't let me go. Um, I was younger. I also think I wasn't ready to be completely honest, so I'm not too upset about it. <laughs> um, but the process of going in person was you stand in line and you stand in line all day and then you get to go sing for judges. You get to watch people that are extremely good 
uh, get turned away. And then you start wondering, what are they looking for? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They a lot of times brought in people that were were kind of dressed funny or purposely trying to look ridiculous, I I assume, to get on the show. Yep. Um, When I actually auditioned, what they told me, yeah, I didn't make it when I was in person. They told me um, after my audition that I was very good, but I wasn't ready yet, that my vocals were not Mm. seasoned, I guess, Mm -hmm. were not like uh, developed enough. That was something I was told a lot growing up, and it made me actually start to learn opera because I was like, well, maybe I'm not powerful enough. Maybe I need to learn opera. And I Mm -hmm. did. And now I have a lot more power when I sing. Wow. Well, there's a lesson right there from that because I've heard a lot of horror stories about uh, that show, the tryouts and everything else. So I wanted to get your perspective on it. I honestly don't think, I think for practice, if you want to go do TV shows and Mm -hmm. you just want to practice and perform somewhere and just use it as that, I think it's great. But if you're expecting, you know, you know, anything else, really, I, I don't know. I wouldn't go into it with expectations if I were you. That's probably the most honest and true thing than anybody's ever said on this show. And that's, and I, I say a lot of things. That's fantastic. Um, cool. That's something that we learned right there. So, Olya, thank you for coming on the show and talking to me about your music today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, Jakob. I really appreciate your time today as well.